You're listening to the Oh Happy Day podcast, where we have conversations about faith in the wedding industry. I'm Allie McCroskey, a wedding photographer and your host. If you're in need of a little encouragement or want to learn about how faith impacts your work in the wedding world, you're in the right place. Hi, friends. It's Allie hopping on here for a quick solo episode. I was actually going to record this last week to release on Thanksgiving, but we ended up losing power at our house for most of the day that I was going to record. So rather than stress about it, I am just choosing to trust in God's perfect timing and that it needed to be released today instead. Y'all, I got to be honest, this fall kicked my butt. I had a busier than usual work schedule, a fair amount of travel, and if you are a mom like me, it seems like every single day in October and November, there is some kind of special project or celebration in elementary school that you have to keep track of, and it is a lot. And the thing that sort of fell by the wayside for me was my time with the Lord. Not every day, but a lot of days. I got in the bad habit of opening my email inbox before I opened my Bible, In many weeks, I hurriedly crammed in five days of my Bible study homework in the 45 minutes before we met on Thursday mornings. Maybe you can relate. The thing is, I felt it. I felt off because, let's be real, without spending time with the Lord and the Holy Spirit's guiding intervention, I am not at my best. Not as a business owner, not as a wife, or as a mom. Fear and anxiety sort of rear their ugly heads, which manifests itself as frantic productivity, panic cleaning my house, and grasping for control over things I have no business controlling. Then, what do you know, at church a couple weeks ago, the sermon smacked me right over the head with conviction. Currently, my church is in the book of Malachi, which I'll be honest, I hadn't really studied very much up until now. This particular sermon was on the second half of chapter one, which I'll read some of in just a bit. This passage was a rebuke to the priests of Israel for offering unclean or diseased sacrifices to worship God and God's reaction to that. So I'm going to read some of the verses actually from the message version, because after looking at a couple different translations, I feel like the message does a great job of putting this passage about Old Testament sacrifices, which obviously we don't do anymore, in terms that we could relate to today. So, Chapter one is actually titled, No More of This So-Called Worship. The very first thing that God says to his people in verse two is, I love you. Then he goes on to explain how faithfully he has loved his people and how they have not shown him respect by offering these sick and broken animals for sacrifice. And down in verse 11, it says this, I am honored all over the world, and there are people who know how to worship me all over the world who honor me by bringing their best to me. They're saying it everywhere. God is greater, this God of angel armies. All except you. Instead of honoring me, you profane me. You profane me when you say worship is not important. And what we bring to worship is of no account. And when you say, I'm bored, this doesn't do anything for me. You act so superior, sticking your noses in the air. Act superior to me, God of angel armies. And when you do offer something to me, it's a hand-me-down or broken or useless. Do you think I'm going to accept it? This is God speaking to you. A curse on the person who makes a big show of doing something great for me, an expensive sacrifice, say, and then at the last minute brings in something puny and worthless. Y'all, I mean, I know that's kind of getting up in some of y'all's business, including 
my business, but I just really was so convicted when I read that. And what's happening is basically God is condemning the people's half-hearted worship. People were bringing God their leftovers, and he didn't want them. Now, Thanksgiving was just last week. I live in the South. We completely embrace the food side of really any holiday. And we had all the things, sweet potatoes, mac and cheese, turkey, dressing, gravy, green beans, bread, dessert, all of it. And some of you might still have a few remnants of leftovers hanging around in your fridge from last week. Now, if God showed up at your house for dinner, would y'all be feeding him the fresh from the oven food on Thanksgiving or the few pieces of leftover turkey that have been hanging out in the back of your fridge for a week? Because that's what was happening in the book of Malachi. People were bringing things to God that they didn't even want anymore. Blind and sick animals that weren't of use to them. And what all of that revealed was that they and we have a worship problem. My pastor put it this way. If I don't understand God's love, my worship gets messed up. Your sacrifices to God are revealing what's in your heart and what you think about God. And y'all, while I was sitting in church, I knew in my heart that God had been getting my leftovers, my leftover time, energy, and heart. I had given my best to my clients, which I think a lot of us do, my family, and even myself. And God got whatever was left, which wasn't much, if I'm being honest. So why am I sharing all of this? Well, I would guess that I'm not the only one who got their priorities out of order during busy season this fall. Maybe you've been offering God half-hearted leftover worship too. Maybe you're struggling reading your Bible right now or carving out time with God during your day. Me too. So what do we do about it? Luckily, we have a great high priest in Jesus who is constantly mediating for us in heaven, who was the perfect one-time sacrifice for us. So we don't experience God's wrath when we offer half-hearted worship the way the people in the Old Testament did. But we miss out on experiencing His love. So as the month of December begins, along with Advent, I'm encouraging you and me to set aside time to worship, to give God the first part of our day, the best of our day, and our time and energy and attention. I really believe that it can change your month and your life. Don't give God your leftovers, friends, and I'll try and do the same. Thanks for listening to our conversation today, friends. If you'd like to connect, you can find us on Instagram at ohappydaypodcast or online at ohappydaypodcast.com. If you are a fellow Christian wedding vendor, join our Facebook group. Click on the link in the show notes or visit Work and Faith in the Wedding Industry on Facebook. If you were encouraged by what you heard today, it would mean the world for you to leave a rating or review. This helps other vendors find the podcast so we can reach as many wedding friends as possible. Until next time, have a happy day, friends.